this time for Asia, Nathan. Yes. Asia first. <laughs> uh, yes. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Match Day Three of our Asian Cup coverage. And Laz, we expected some drama and some fireworks as the group stage came to a close. We have our winners, we have our runners-up, we have our best thirds, we have our knockout brackets, but it's been a fun week, that's for sure. Sure, as Nathan. It's been an interesting week, uh, and hello to all the Backpack listeners. And Nathan, I think that, what, this is the fourth time this week we've seen each other, third time? I'm losing count. It's good to see <laughs> yes, you all the same. And there's one more to come. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and it's good to see you all the same. <laughs> um, what a group phase for the Asian Cup. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So many storylines, so many takeaways uh, in the good sense and the bad because you've got big teams that aren't quite hitting their reputation. You've got small mm. teams really coming to the fore and proving their salt, so to speak, and really taking these bigger teams by surprise. And uh, we're going to dive into each one group by group, but it's been a fascinating group stage. Uh, yeah. Paired with AFCON as well. These two yes. tournaments have been so good to really focus on. No, they've been very entertaining, but the... There's been a different level of drama in AFCON, which we'll get to obviously in our AFCON uh, recap, but the quality of football in the AFC and the closeness in competition has been really noticeable between the you know, so, so-called fancy sides and the not-so-fancy sides. The only blowout I would suggest in, which we'll get to in the AFC, was the Hong Kong result, Palestine and Hong Kong. That took me by mm. surprise. But, geez, the other games... It's been, I mean, and look, Japan should have really put a score on Indonesia, but they didn't, to be fair. And credit to Indonesia because they were, you know, they held out and did what they had to do. And it was, you know, you know they performed relatively well um, given their um, capabilities. But we'll start off with the host straight off the bat because the hosts look good. Uh, China, they rested, Qatar did rest um, some starters. China seemed to be a bit more assertive in the first half. But Nathan, it took a special goal with some uh, special plays. And I'll tell you what, I think we've seen the goal of the tournament in that game, Qatar versus China. We definitely have uh, Hassan Halhaidos, uh with a, a corner volley. It uh, <laughs> took me back to, uh, you'll expect me to say this, it'll take me back to uh, Paul Scholes versus uh, Bradford. Back, nah, in the, back was, in the day. <laughs> this was better. <laughs> this was better. This, this was... Oh, it was just an absolute delight to see. It was just yeah. beautiful football, you know. Uh, yeah, the setup is brilliant, and to meet it and hit it so sweetly in the back of the it, it is easily the goal of the round. And you're right; it's probably goal of the tournament as well. It's going to take some beating. And I'm you say China I'm more assertive? Yes, Qatar just have that little bit extra, don't they? And I think we can really run the rule over China that this is only being put down as a massive disappointment. Two draws and a defeat, no goal scored. Yeah. Yep. It's elim- a disaster. And eliminated. Yeah. It's a disaster for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only positive thing you can say about China was their away kit. Yeah. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Their first 45 minutes against Qatar was their best football that they played all tournament. But Too little re- too late. Yeah, too little too late. And when um, Qatar made the changes, a fifth came on, you know, took the corner, Haters, as you said, what a goal that that was. I mean, seriously, it, yeah, goal of the tournament. You'd be hard pressed to find a better goal. Um, and from where he hit it, right? Um, you know, he's at the back. You know, he's in line with the back post, and it goes to the near post. <laughs> you know, from yeah. that far out, on you know, incredible volley. You know, 
it, it was just, and it looked like the Qataris knew it as well. They just swarmed out straight. As soon as that ball left from the corner, they just started backing away. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, as soon as you hit it, you know it's in, and you know you've done something crazy. And speaking about the host Qatar, three wins, five goals scored, no goals conceded. Look, in retrospect, this is looking like a pretty easy group for how it panned out. Tajikistan, China, Lebanon, China massively disappointing, and it'd be great if Tajikistan pull off an upset in the next round, but we're not expecting it by any means. And we'll come on to that in a second, but it looks like uh, Qatar really do want to defend their crown, and looking at it, they've got a pretty easy route. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, would have been interesting had Australia finished second in the group. We did flag that at the start, you know, in mm. our uh, preview uh, episode. But yeah, it's interesting to see how this round of sixteen, you know, plays out. Because you know, when you think about South Korea, well, I mean, I, we, obviously we're going to be talk, talking about all of these uh, teams. But when you look at where Australia has ended up compared to Qatar, Qatar got an easier path, and I would have rather played Qatar in a quarterfinal. I think than Korea, Saudi Arabia. I don't look. I know Qatar are in good form, no, 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 but no, no, Qatar no, haven't no, been no, tested. No, no. Qatar have not been tested, mm. and they're and not going to be yeah. tested. And they're not going to be tested in the round of sixteen either. No, and maybe not the quarterfinal either. Uzbekistan are a good team, but Qatar look a level above. So you're looking maybe at that semi final against either Iran or Japan. Yeah, it's it's a great so, draw for hosts. <laughs> it's it a is great yeah. draw for hosts. You know, fantastic the way it's panned out. Mm. Um. But even still, like the other quadrant on our side of the draw with Tajikistan, UAE, Iraq, Jordan, someone's coming through that with uh, the towels up massively. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think we're on. I don't think our draw is exactly terrible. Like the way it's panned out, we're going to play one of Saudi Arabia or South Korea in the quarterfinal, assuming we get past Indonesia. Neither of those teams have been particularly Correct. impressive. They don't frighten me. No, no, and and that's right. Yeah, that's you're right there. So. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fascinating round of sixteen into the quarters as well. It really is. It's the tournament is looking really, really good. Look to finish off Group A, Tajikistan versus Lebanon had that game had its drama. Yep, it had it had a fair bit of drama actually, and it needed a late goal as well because <laughs> right. if Tajikistan didn't score one, China would have gone through in second, which would have been a disgrace. <laughs> I almost got it right. I almost got it right. I thought China were about to go in second. <laughs> but hey, I was glad to see you know Tajikistan um, Tajikistan score. Um, and, and it's good yeah, for the tournament too. It is good for the tournament. China China could not have gone through in second with no goal scored. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, not a good look yeah. for the tournament. No matter. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right so but... I'm happy Tajikistan scored. I'm happy somebody won the game, mm. and a great moment for them. Tournament debut into the round of sixteen. Happy days, happy days. Yeah, and, and uh, their award is the UAE in the round of sixteen, which be tough, but uh, nothing to lose. It won't be easy, but they're playing against another second placed side mm. in that as could well. Could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse, right? So mm. they could end up with a, you know, with the quarterfinal berth. Um, both China and Lebanon go home from Group A, and you know Australia. It, of interest, Australia will be facing Lebanon in March mm-hmm. um, in the next part of the World Cup qualifying. So, I, look, the Lebanese will be difficult come that time, but Australia, having watched Lebanon and having watched Australia, Australia should be able to account for them, um, even though it'll probably be like a home game for Lebanon yeah, in, in, so. <laughs> in, in Western Sydney. So that'll be an interesting dynamic nonetheless. 
Yeah, and I hope ticket sales are going to be good for that game. But they should be. We'll should be sold that. out. We'll talk about that come March. Yeah, it should be sold out though. Should we move on to Group B and the soccer? Yeah, groups? and we're going to stay here for a little bit. I think. Damn right we are. Uh, <laughs> Damn right. We are. Uh, the Socceroos win the group just with the uh, the same goal scored and the same goal difference as Uzbekistan. Uh, just the uh, the two extra points on the board is what counts, and they go through as group winners to the knockout phase. Laz, they got away with it. The the penalty mm-hmm. shout for mine is never a penalty, and it's, it's very I, generous. I, I'm usually one who sides with the rule book, and I try to find out why the officials have given it rather than just say blatantly that's a wrong decision. I can't find it for this one. I'm really struggling. It's not a penalty. Let's be it's honest. Not. It's not a penalty. <laughs> His hand is in a natural position as well. Like the guy's sliding. Okay, maybe he shouldn't have slid, right? But that doesn't give you a mm. right to go. Okay, well, if my hand t- touches the ball, then it's automatically handball, right? If anything, he- the Uzbekistan defenders helps Yangi out there by mm, selling correct. the ball. Correct. <laughs> so, uh, did Australia deserve a goal in the first half? Yes, they did because they were. Mm. I think they were the better side in the first half. They come were. The sec- the come the second half, different story. Come the second half, different story. Um, I didn't mind the side, though, to be honest, right? I didn't mind the Socceroos side. I wasn't – like we had discussed that, yes, you know, Drew could be out and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Yengi. We didn't think Yengi would play, but we thought Ida would get a, a shout, but Yengi did play and it was – I think he posed a few troubles to the Uzbeks. I don't know what you made of that. Yeah, I think, well, he's made the goal, Kazini Yengi, with his, uh, the way that he took the game by the strap of the neck and really at, was the first instance we saw him take on a defender and try to beat someone. We don't see enough of that from the Socceroos players in general. It's how we made the goal against Syria through Martin Ball doing something similar he, the first time he did it in 60-odd minutes. And it's good enough for Australia. And you look around the other big teams and Japan struggling, South Korea struggling, Iran looked pretty good. Saudi Arabia struggling. I think coming first in the group and being unbeaten is, look, if you look at the results in isolation, if you just look at it on a screen, that's what happened. Tick. Yeah, no, I agree. But there, agree are, there are significant issues for mine that, from yep. what we've actually seen on the pitch. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay, let's just go through the lineup quickly because we'll obviously speak about the Socceroos against Indonesia, which I think will be, we'll see some players. I think we'll see some rotation in that game. I hope we do. Yeah, I think we'll see some rotation in that game. But uh, soccer has started with Matthew Ryan in goals, Nathaniel Atkinson is right back, Harry Sutar and Kai Rolls as your two centre-halves, and as Beige as left back, Riley McGree, Keanu Bacchus and Jackson Irvine as your midfield with Martin Boyle, uh, Kasumi Yengi obviously uh, up front, and Jordan Boss on the left, which we discussed in our Match Day 2 um, episode, Nathan, where Boss is in a left-sided attacker, although that's what he's developed into under uh, Graham Arnold and is being utilised that way, um, as opposed to Craig Goodwin. Um, I think we see Craig Goodwin against Indonesia. I don't know what you say. Um, And, yeah, I think there's going to be a few. I think there's going to be five or six changes in this side from the side that actually played against uh, Uzbekistan. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. And I put out a whole host of uh, my personal Personnel takeaways. Yep. After the Uzbekistan game on Twitter, <laughs> through the back peg page on Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I mean, we can go through them if X, you like, and you can X yeah, X X sure. X. Um, you can. Yeah, let's go through them it. as well. No, let's go through what uh, we're talking about. All right. So, firstly, 
For Jordan Boss, I think this left wing experiment, I've seen enough of it. I don't want to see it anymore. I think he needs he's a left back, put him at left back. Aziz Bage hasn't exactly been outstanding this group stage. So for Jordan Boss, it is left back or nothing. Yep. I agree with you yep. there. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. And, look, I mean, look, I feel I feel for Bage, but I think I think that Jordan Boss has deserved his um, go at left back now. I think, he, I th- and I think we need it. And I guess Indonesia is the the game to test it out. Yeah, correct. Well. I agree. Um, so that left wing spot, I think Silvera or Goodwin or Tilio or you shift Boyle over. That is a better fit for the team, and pro- they probably deserve to play at that left wing spot over Boss and yep. Tilio. The few glimpses we got of him when he came on, as soon as he picked the ball up that first time, I got up my chair a little bit because I saw something different. Mm. There's a little bit of pizzazz, a little bit of panache, a little bit of excitement. You, it's, Tilio, from those brief glimpses, is a player that you hold your breath when he takes the ball because there's something going to happen, which I didn't really see much from many of the other attacking players throughout the entire group stage. So I don't know if he's fit to start against Indonesia, but I definitely want to see more than five minutes. Uh, look, I'm a rap for Tilio. I'm yep. a um, and I like what you know. I've like what I've seen throughout his career, and there's no doubt he adds a bit of um, panache. Is a great word for it, actually, off the bench, right? A bit mm. of impetus, you know, into the attack. A bit of an outlet as well. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, kid's got a football brain. Having said that as well, so um, yeah, I, I, who would you like to see on the right if if we say Tilio on on you know? On the left, who would you like to see on the right? Well, I think I think Boyle is the incumbent, and it's pretty difficult to displace him at the moment. Without setting the game alight against Uzbekistan, he did look pretty solid for mine. Like, like I'm talking like a six, seven out of ten, pretty good. Not amazing, but not someone you go and say that's it, get him out of the team. I'm not saying that. Maybe you swap him out for Silvera for Indonesia to try something different. Uh, but even then, Tilio can go on the right side too. Oh, absolutely again, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Look, I, and I think this is the game, um, you know, coming up in the round of 16 that Australia can look to experiment because, you know, they're much more heavily fancied. No disrespect to Indonesia, but I think that there does need to be rotation. We need to see um, we need to see a bit of fresh blood just into the team just to actually give a bit of a rest to who we Graham Arnold, not we, but Graham Arnold would consider our starting 11, like, you know, our strongest <laughs> 11, yeah. right? Look, Graham Arnold, to be fair, is he's made it known that defence is going to win this tournament, right? Um, lack of, um, you know, there's been clean sheets. The Uzbeks did trouble us a little bit, especially at set pieces, which is really unusual. Mm. Yeah, right? and quite concerning too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry Sutar and... Yeah, the Kyros. Rolls. Yeah. There's a lot of height at the back there. Absolutely, but so th- there needs to be a bit of work done defensively to tighten things up. You know, so with regards to that, do we rest Suter and Rolls in this one and actually work on Indonesia separately with the rest of the squad players and actually try and get our strongest eleven or you know Graham Arnold starting eleven to actually work on their form- formation more so and actually realise that hey, and a defensive shape. Because come the quarterfinals, we can't afford that kind of exposure. I don't think you're a suitor. I think you need to play. You need to keep that back four as consist as consistent as you as you can. Particularly the three with the two centre halves and the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper will to come to. It. Oh, sorry, Nathan. Goalkeeper, we need to come on to again. Yeah, we will. Um, 
for mine, you need that the two center halves and the goalkeeper should be consistent throughout the tournament because that is the the crux of the defense. If you chop and change that too much, then you leave everyone with that little bit of lingering doubt in the back of my mind, in the back of their minds, and I don't like it. So you look ahead for mine to Saudi Arabia or Korea. Who's going to be center half pairing for that? It's probably going to be Rolls and Suter. Stick with that for Indonesia. I I like Burgess, but I think it's clear that Rolls is the preferred choice. So just stick with that for as much as you can. For mine, there's an issue with right back, a big issue. Not being impressed with Gethin Jones and Nathaniel Atkinson. We've seen. We've seen I mean, Nathaniel Atkinson. We've seen enough of Nathaniel Atkinson. Yeah, you know. yeah, and I'm not impressed. Okay. I'm not so, impressed. For mine, uh, the big winner in the right back slot is Lewis Miller, mm-hmm. partly because he didn't play. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and and he should get a start in this game. Mm. And we saw he's got a long throw on him against Uzbekistan. Where, where's that come from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why haven't we been using that more often? Um, but the goal has come about through Agnesson not doing enough to block the cross. Agree. And he didn't offer enough going forward to compensate for a uh, perhaps a lesser defensive game than some of his alternatives, some of his competitors mm. for that position. So Nathaniel Atkinson, we can put him on the back burner for mine for now. I think it is Lewis Miller's spot for the future. And maybe... Beyond this tournament, Ryan Strain comes back in for competition. Yeah, I think that, that that would be the case. And I think if Strain was fit, I think that that would be – I think he'd be in the squad. I think yeah. Lewis Miller does deserve a start. If that isn't the case, would you – I would consider, only because of experience, putting Bage on the right as a right fullback and putting Has Jordan Boss on the left. Jo- and putting Jordan Boss on the left. Has Bage ever played right back? I oh, I don't rec- – to be honest, if he has – I can't recall it, but I just think yeah, because I, 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 I yeah. think because right backs and left backs can you know can play those positions. Yes, he would have to come in onto his left foot a lot more. He'd be you know naturally disposed you know um, disposed to doing that. But his experience in actually def- you know um, defensively positioning himself would be you know would be something worth considering. Because I think you're right. I think that is a weak spot, right? It is. And- I also think I. Would- Round of sixteen game doesn't matter if it's in, in the Indonesia or not. Uh, experimentation is uh, fraught with danger. Fraught with danger, particularly putting someone in a position where they've not really played all that much. Like, I know left fullback, right fullback is not that different, but still, and uh, it's just the experience factor. Nathan, he's been around yeah. the, the system for so long. That, you know, I think it. I think he could ad- address that weakness, and especially defensively. And then you know, and you know, Jordan Boss on the left tucks in where you want. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. I would rather see Beige at right back over Atkinson and Jones for what we've seen. Mm. My, just my preference. and But Lewis Miller's first choice, in my mind. Mm. What'd you make of McGree? <sighs> poor. Same. Poor. Metcalf, poor. I think one of those two, if Australia are going to make a deep run at this tournament, one of those two need to find form very quickly because they're the ones that are going to unlock the fences. And the likes of Boyle and whoever plays on the left is more of a an outlet if it is to, not to be boss. Mm, I should add. Mm. Uh, they're an outlet. They're not a creator per se. And whoever plays up front is more of a facilitator as well. So you need someone from the midfield to really be able to unlock a defense and be quick, snappy with the decision-making. There's too many touches for mine in the 18 to 30-yard area away from goal. It's yeah, too slow. The ball mm. move is too slow. And can Riley agree, Conor Metcalf, rise to the occasion? They can. Can they become that player? Yes but we haven't seen it as of yet. I need to see more from them. And I think the Socceroos 
performances and results hinges on the form of Riley McGree, to be mm. honest, mm. more than anyone else. All right. Should we move on to the other match in that group, Group B? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, India versus Syria. Syria, India, yes. I mean, Syria did what they needed to. They had a few other chances than the one they got, but it's just enough, just enough. What do you make of it? Yeah, look, I agree with you. I agree. I think India were actually really troubling them for a while. But, um, yeah, look, Syria did, like you said, just enough to get the result. And, you know, it, it seems as though that um, it, it seems as though India have got a bit of work to do internationally, right, to try and compete at this level. Um, they did really well against, they, you know, held themselves really well against Australia. You know, they were really up for that game. Uzbekistan was a different story. It wasn't the same Indian side that I saw against Australia. Whilst with Syria, they actually thought they had a chance of defeating them. Mm. And towards the end of the game, India were really pushing. They really tried to force a hand and find a goal. A goal would have been very nice for them, but they go home without having scored one and six in their own net. It's not anything less than we expected, if we're honest. I mean, we didn't come into this tournament thinking that India were going to trouble the the big th- the other three teams in the group. And no, they've had their moments, but unfortunately not able to take them. And uh, they do finish deservedly bottom of the group, unfortunately for them. Yep, very much so. Very much so. Group C, Nathan. Group C and uh, Syria getting through in third place as one of the best thirds. Their reward is a uh, unbeaten and perfect Iran so far. Yeah, Iran have been Iran have been impressive. I reckon they've been the most impressive team in the group stage, maybe with the exception of Qatar. Yeah, yeah, I go along with you. Mm. Yeah, I, I. Can't disagree with you. I think Qatar just edged it slightly, but that's because the mm. opposition let them rather than yeah. yep. rather than um, their brilliance, right? Um, so Iran, perfect record, you know, nine points, three wins, and took care of UAE, you know, very professionally, very professionally. Mm. UAE aren't, you know, the UAE are the second tier, well and truly in the top of the second tier in AFC, I think, right? Um, they've got enough to be a, a nuisance to all the top tier sides. You know, like none of the top tier sides enjoy playing them, but um, Iran seemed to handle them very, very well. And um, no, I was I was impressed with Iran throughout the group stage. That's for sure. Um, what did you make of it? Taremi scored, you know, scoring a double. You know, is in form. They look dangerous. You know, it was comfortable as well most of the time. I mean, Iran were up two 0 for most of the, most of the game. So, yeah, they, they look good, Iran, and they look very good. Yeah, I mean, Iran, for mine, if we're speaking as it, as we sit right now, they're my favourites to get to the final on that side of the draw. I think they've been the most impressive team that's come out onto that side, and really, I make them favourites to beat Japan, if it is to be that, in the quarterfinal, because they look really solid. Going forward, they're great. At the back, they're rigid enough to really deny chances, and look, Japan will offer another level of attacker for the defensive yeah, unit to deal with, of course. But they look really good. They look really good. And they're a smoky to take the whole thing out. I don't think they're a smoky, Nathan. Mm. I, I don't think they're a smoky at all. I I um I suspect I had them finishing top four. So yeah. um no, they're a threat. They're a real threat. Mm. You know. I feel like they weren't really spoken in the same vein of potential final winners. Well, Japan and Korea. In no. the same sentence as Japan and Korea, yeah. Yeah. But sorry. they're definitely now yeah. there if they haven't yeah. gone past them. Yeah, you're right. Um, actually, sorry, I need to take that back. I actually had a run against Korea in the quarterfinals. Mm. 
and I had career just edging them. But yep. um yeah. But they're not yeah, they're not a smoky. They're well and truly in this in this top four race for sure. Absolutely. And if they get in there, look, whoever makes the top four, I know this sounds cliche, but I mean it to sound cliche. Whoever wins the top four will be a serious would would have been a serious threat for this tournament anyway. Right. Mm. Because the the because the closeness of these group stages um and the the football that's being played um has been of a quality that where just the minor where at the margins it's been won pretty much like overall quality is accounting for something and then that quality is turning you know making sure that those margins are between the top tier and the second tier if that makes sense right yeah there's moments of quality where the sides are were going to be a threat have shown it they've just shown their teeth a little bit and that's just going to keep happening now as they um as they go deeper into the tournament yeah for sure and i think Maybe on paper, this group panned out as expected. We were hoping mm. the Hong Kong yeah, would uh, throw a spanner in the works with their optimism against the uh, for the Palestine game, but unfortunately, they did really not deliver for mine. And no, but you know what? A couple of calls go their way, Nathan. Yeah, they put themselves in the right position, right? And then it it, it becomes you know like if they equalised when they um, when they had their opportunities disallowed, mm. right? And it's a different game, it, you know. It becomes closer to a draw rather than the three-nil win. I mean, it looks emphatic on on you know when you look at the stats and all that kind of stuff. But the nuances of the game actually went against <laughs> Hong Kong in that way, right? And and then the momentum well and truly just uh, just left them. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice if they scored the penalty at the end. Yeah, of correct. course, um, not to be. And it is a little bit disappointing the way the scoreline panned out. You're right to say. And Palestine. I don't think anyone particularly wants to play Palestine. No, they're going to be an absolute pain in the neck of some sides. Mm. And Musab al Batad had a great game against Hong Kong. Mm. Two yep. assists and a threat the entire time, up and down. Um, up there with my players of the round. And uh, Palestine played Qatar in the round of 16. It's a tough game. Can they trouble Qatar? Maybe. 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 Oh, look, uh, Taremi's mine with having a double against... Um... Against UAE, so he was my player of the round. But team performance of the round, we'll get to that in a minute. Have you? Have we covered who your team of performance is so far in the, these in this recap? Uh no, we haven't hit it yet. yet. Okay, good. We haven't hit it yet. I think we're going to hit it soon. I think. Where will we, Nathan? Group E. Uh no, Group D. Group, group D. D. We need group to cover D. off. Uh, Japan three, Indonesia one, Iraq three, Vietnam two. Nice easy wins for the uh, the two winners. I feel like. Japan, we already said they should have put a bigger score on Indonesia. They were yeah, dominant. Correct. And as soon as Vietnam went to, down to 10, that match was completely one-sided and it was only going one way. Very um, much so, yeah. But fun games, I guess. Uh, not that there was really any doubt over yeah. the results. Japan-Indonesia was fun. Yeah. That, like that was, you know, it, it was entertaining, mm. right? Um, Japan probably could have had six. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> but the Indonesians defended resolutely wherever they couldn't to try and you know stop them. Um, you know it was only you know early like early start. Sorry, I should say penalty early doors rather from the start, um, which was a penalty. I don't know why it took so long to give it. Yeah, it's been taking ages. I, I can't understand it. I, I cannot everything. understand it. Yeah, I, I can't everything. understand like, it. Be it contentious penalty decisions, be it offsides, VR is taking forever. Um, but nevertheless, it was a penalty. Mm. And uh, Japan, you know, went up at 
one nil at half time. Um, but Indonesia, I think, acquitted themselves well. They showed a bit of you know quality at times to try and you know play out. And um, look, they're not to be disrespected, but really, Australia should account for them. Let's be frank. Yeah, I mean, should there's no there, there's no way to make this sound nice and kind. But look, if the if you take the round of sixteen teams and did a uh, domestic cup style draw, like balls out of a hat, yep, you'd be eyeing off Indonesia as the team you want. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I agree. Maybe Tajikistan as well, but yeah, I think Australia have got the uh, the kindest round of sixteen tie that they could ask for, mm. Mm. and look, Japan have sort of given us a little bit of a yardstick for how. Australia approach the game and how they can, Correct. how we can compare the Australian attacking units to Japan's. And I, I think I already know what we're going to see. We're not going to see Australia as potent as the Japanese. No. Not necessarily with how many ch- chances they take, but just how many chances they create. We won't see that sort of level from Australia, but it should still be the end of the road for the Indonesians. But getting out of the groups is a, a fantastic result for them. Unbelievable. Yep. Agree. Oh, and congratulations to them. Well done. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Completely agree with you there. Um, Iraq, Vietnam, how Vietnam just could not hang on for that bit of injury time, right? It would have been a, a not heroic, but it would have been a result of note that Iraq couldn't finish 10-man Vietnam for mm. so long. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Vietnam had a player sent off in the first half, right at the end of uh, injury time in the first half. When they were leading. And they were leading yeah. as well. Vietnam mm. were leading, yes. and. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the first goal that Vietnam had, dis- well, I shouldn't say the first goal. The goal goes, goal goes in, gets disallowed on VAR. I thought that was, I thought that was close, actually. I think VAR could have, you could argue that VAR actually got that wrong for mine. Yeah. yeah I, I think, I think the goal should have stood, right? <laughs> um, which would have made it even more tricky for Iraq, right? Iraq weren't that impressive in this game, not as they were against Japan. It seemed no. um, to take its toll on them. Is it te- is it the uh, Japan result taking its toll, or is it just foot off the gas because they were guaranteed to finish first? Could be that too. Yeah, it could be that yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. And like, you're not going to go into the same. You're not going to go in with the same intensity at all. And no, that's right. Look, they got the three points. They're three wins out of three. Job done. Fantastic group stage for them. It was all going to come down to that game against Japan on match day two. And yeah, no, that's fair. They've got a, a pretty kind quadrant. Of the bracket for the knockouts, yes. Uh, so they play Jordan in the round of sixteen, and then the winner of the UAE Tajikistan, they immediately become the favourites to get to a semi final. Yeah, no, a quarter final, I should say. Quarter final, yeah, yeah. Group E, madness. Yeah, absolute madness. This was so fun to watch. <laughs> madness, and I re- and I'm going to give what the t- the performance of the round to one of the two teams that I think we're going to talk about right now. Mm. South Korea versus Malaysia. Is that where we're yes. going? Yes. yes. Yes, performance of the round goes to Malaysia. Malaysia, incredible, incredible. <laughs> I mean, and now I think there are question marks around Klinsman yeah, and what absolutely. he's doing with Korea. Mm-hmm. I've seen some calls for him to be sacked already. In the tournament. Jeez, <laughs> I think I think we might have to get Paul Need on. Yeah, that that's incredible if that's the case because this career. Because mm. I mean, I tell you what, stoic performance by by Malaysia. That's you know to be up to one for so long. And you can't say this South Korean side were at weakness, uh, like, a, you know, it had fielded a weak side. No. You know, it was almost close to full strength. And then, um, you know, to have South Korea turn that into 3-2 and then, you know, Malaysia with the drama at the end. 
90 plus 15. I know. I know. It's insane, isn't it? It's insane. But full credit to Malaysia. And just on guts alone and determination, they get mine performance of the round. Yeah, absolutely. We weren't expecting this from Malaysia. We thought this would be a chance for Korea to find some form again and uh, brush aside uh, the Bahrain match, or the Jordan match, I should say. Um, But really, we saw some great fight from Malaysia, and there's a nice moment for them. They were always going home. Yep, correct. uh, Unfortunately, but um, it is a great night for them, a great night for Malaysian football, and I was expecting more from Korea. I know they scored three goals, but... One was a great for a kick from uh, Kang and Lee. Yep, that's prob- that is unlucky to not be goal of the round. Correct, correct. That would have <laughs> that would have been goal of the round in other circumstances. But no, there's no question about what is goal of the mm. round. And like I said, I think it'll be a goal of the tournament. Yep. And the penalty from Son, I'm ex- I haven't been impressed by Son. Me neither. At this group stage, he doesn't look of- like he wants. To, he looks like not. He doesn't want to be there. <sighs> he looks unsure of what he should be doing on the pitch, if that makes sense. Like, there seems to be a a lack of, my understanding, a lack of comprehension as to where he should be, or is it, or can I actually phrase it this way? Klinsman has told him, hey, be a rover and fit in wherever you can. And he's like, okay, mm. well, where do I go? Yeah. Am I, do you think, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's yeah, what I it seems right. like. I think the direction might be, all right, we can build a structure for the rest of this team. Son, you go and play where you want because you're that good. And it doesn't it's not working. No, you can see it's not working. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's goals, but defensively as well. Mm. They're vulnerable. They are. They're really vulnerable. You can play like, through the middle of them very quickly. Mm, we've said this a few times during this tournament. They've got the best individual player at this tournament in Son. They've got the best central defender at this tournament in Kim and Jay. And... By what you look, if you didn't know that, you didn't know anything about the players on the field, right? And you ask them to point out who is the Asian player of the year and has won it a couple of times already. You're not going to be able to identify Son as that player. We haven't seen the human son that we have seen in the past. And I was expecting him to really start cooking these Malaysian defenders because they let up five goals against Bahrain and Jordan. So surely there would have been opportunities for Son to really take someone on and really make a bit of a mockery. But wasn't the case, wasn't the boo. And really, South Korea, we had them billed as one of the favourites because of their individual qualities or their individual reputations. But they're not living up to it at all. And really, I mean, Saudi Arabia in the round of 16, I make them slight favourites, but they're beatable, the Koreans. Okay, Nathan. Let's call the big six of Asia, right? Right now. South Korea would be considered one of them. Mm. Japan would be considered another, right? Iran? Australia, mm. Saudi Arabia, mm. and Qatar. No particular yep. order. No, no. Of those six, who has impressed you the least? It's Korea. It is Korea. Yep. And maybe, well, Japan is certainly in the negative side of, or the negative half of your ranking those teams. If you, yeah, but, so in the bottom, like, so they're in between yeah. four to six. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And South Korea, they, they need to fix up because... Otherwise, I'll go home at the round of 16. Yeah. Like Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia haven't been that good, but we'll get, I mean, there. we'll get there. But Korea just haven't been good themselves. And look, this is a potential a big loss to the tournament. Look, only one of Australia, Saudi Arabia, and South Korea will get to the to the uh, quarterfinal, to the semifinal. Yeah, but really, it's wide open for mine because it is all all three teams have been slightly unimpressive, if not worse. And I'm really looking forward to that Saudi Arabia South Korea game. 
the, the fact that you've actually got, pardon me, two of those threes, two of the three, rather, meeting in a round of 16, mm. and three of the, that six in this quadrant of the draw really is a free hit to the other three teams in that top six. Yeah, but even still. Like, like, to a semi, but a free hit to a semifinal, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And mm. just the way it panned out, it was either going to be Korea, Saudi Arabia, winner plays Australia, or Korea, Japan, winner plays Iran. Like, Correct. <laughs> we were destined to have a, a crazy corner of the draw, no matter yep. what happened. Yeah, no, that's true. And it's it's just nuts. It's just nuts. Really looking forward to these round of 16 games. And a word on Bahrain and yes. Jordan. Yeah. I think Jordan did all they can to uh, avoid winning the group. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that, Nathan? Hmm. <laughs> they had no interest in playing Japan whatsoever. <laughs> no. And, and, and I don't blame them. <laughs> and the fact that actually Bahrain... Bahrain actually takes out the group. Mm, after all that. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you know, so we'll go through each group at the you know at the end of uh, when we get to the group F and we'll just say their placings and then we'll go through the round of 16. But, yeah, it's just nuts. Group F, um, Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Thailand, nil-nil, two donuts. And I think we, we kind of called this that Thailand would be a thorn in the side of Saudi Arabia. And they wouldn't be easy yeah. for Saudi Arabia to break down. I mean, Thailand, uh, I mean, they're not, you know, we, we're not going to rave on about them, but they've been pretty stern opposition. They have. And look, Saudi Arabia should have been able to find a, find a goal. Yes. They dominated pretty much the entire game after the start. Mm. And they missed a penalty in that period where Correct. Thailand were better. Um, they should have found it, but great defensive work from Thailand, really. And I hold them in good stead. Like, Thailand play Uzbekistan in the round of 16. And and they could and then, they could be a real they, nuisance for them. Could be a real nuisance for could. the Uzbeks. Yeah. And the winner of that will play the winner of Qatar and Palestine. Mm. That might be a bridge too far. But yeah. still, we could easily be looking at Thailand into the last eight of the tournament. And yeah. they would deserve it. You you said they'd finish second in the group. Uh, well done on that. And really, we see a Thai team that have come on leaps and bounds. They look like a really solid team. Yeah. And... If they were a West Asian team, we'd be holding them and having the same conversations that we are about Iraq and yeah, yeah, no, the times in this, in this group state. Yeah, yeah, correct. Thailand are underestimated. They are. And to the peril of whoever they're playing against. And Kyrgyzstan, Aman finished one all. Both teams go home. The draw that helps nobody. No, that's right. <laughs> and look, both teams uh, would have absolutely benefited, benefited from a win. Uh, could Kyrgyzstan have snuck into uh, one of the best thirds, perhaps, if they uh, won by a big enough margin, but their goal difference was always going to be too much to overcome. So uh, they go home. Good to get on the board in terms of a point, but really pretty disappointing for Oman as well. It is disappointing for Oman because um, initially I, I had them going through as one of the top placed, uh, one of the top four placed um, third-ranked teams because it was in their hands up until... It was in their hands going into this game. All they needed to do, do all they needed to do rather, was beat the Kirks. And yeah, they, they would have been through. through mm. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, and uh, I think Indonesia would have they would have relegated Indonesia out. So yeah, it was in their hands, but um, uh, they uh, couldn't better the Kirks, unfortunately, and they both go home. Mm. That they do. That they do. And uh, the route rounds up as it started. 
at the uh, the start of play, Saudi Arabia, Thailand, Oman, Kyrgyzstan. It is eh, an interesting group in uh, the way it panned out because for mine, Thailand are the most impressive team to come out of this group. Looking back on it, yeah, Saudi Arabia don't impress me. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And um, really, to go back mm. to your question about the big six in Asia, mm. there's more disappointments than not out of those six. When after your response to that question, and as I'm thinking about it, you're right. I think you could actually throw a blanket over over them, except for Qatar and Iran. I think they're the two yeah. standouts. All the rest, it's take your pick. Mm, very much of, so of that six. Um, so, yeah. with that in mind, I think we might see some uh, upsets in this uh, first round of the knockouts, lads. But the, as you say, we'll uh, quickly run over yeah. how it finished up. Group, Group A, Qatar edged Tajikistan, and uh, China going home as a third on two points. Correct. So, yeah, Qatar on nine, Tajikistan four, China two, go home, Lebanon go home on one, and Group B? Yeah, Group B, Australia top it, as we say, on seven points, unbeaten. Uzbekistan also unbeaten, finishing second on five. Syria go through as a best third with four points. And uh, India bringing up the rear with uh, Nil Poix. Yeah, Nathan, interesting to note because I just updated my um, third placed rankings and Syria finished the third of the top four mm. third placed best teams. So, And if they scored another goal against India, they would have bumped up to second. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. So Group C? I'll pay the price for uh, not putting a score on India. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Group C. Iran. Group C, Iran, yeah. Iran, perfect. Nine points, three wins out of three, and really impressive. UAE in second, just edge Palestine uh, on the uh, goal difference, not yeah. the head-to-head. Yeah, just goal difference. One goal. One goal mm. in it. Palestine finished in third, and Hong Kong fourth. Uh, Palestine go through as the second pl- uh, best third placed. They do, team. and if Palestine got one more goal against Hong Kong and won 4-0... They would have jumped the UAE into second place. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So Jeez, the uh, margins so close. Yeah, yeah, the margins are very fine. <laughs> and I do like, even though we said, "Hey, is the quality of the football going to be diluted with this larger twenty four team format?" I think the permutations of the third placed rankings are um, something that add a bit of spice to you know who's going to make the round of sixteen, and and something that we can look forward to in the next World Cup when it's forty eight teams and there'll be a round of thirty two. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about best thirds is that if you're in an earlier group, you don't know if you're through or not, if you yeah. finish third. Yeah. That's yeah, the only yeah, thing I don't yeah. like. Yeah, no. Understood. Mm. Yeah, because you don't and, wait to, to the end. I mean, look, Oman, yeah. we had to wait till group F was played out because mm. Oman had it in their hands and, uh, you know, they couldn't, couldn't and seal the deal. As a result, we are sort of devoid of those scenes of Indonesia yeah. qualifying yeah. for the knockouts Yeah, because Oman couldn't get the job done. I think if we go looking for them on social media, we'll find them. <laughs> it would have been nice to have them in a big group in the stadium, as yeah, we see, you know, sure. you know, as we saw in the World Cup, like a, yeah. a, a whole team like all a whole huddled team. around yeah. the phone. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it, was, that's true. it was South Korea, the uh, the one that stands out from the World Cup. That's true. Uh, so that that that's what's missing. But uh, yeah. look, what we do get in the permutations is really fun. Yeah. Uh, group E, Bahrain group win the group, as we say, which is amazing. Group D. Group D. We miss Group D. We miss Group D. We did miss Group D. You missed it in the first bit, and I missed it. There you go. Hey, listen, we do the best that we can, but hopefully the people enjoy it. I think you and I have fun putting it together, that's for sure. Yeah, that we do. Anyway. That we do. Group D. Uh, Iraq. Three wins out of three. Nine points on the board. Fantastic group for them. And it all came down to that match against Japan. Mm, Correct. And an amazing night 
for Iraq and Iraqi football. Incredible. Uh, Japan go through in second on six points. Indonesia, three points. Do qualify as the uh, the last ticket on the best thirds train. Correct. They go through. And uh, Vietnam, very disappointing. No points. Eight goals conceded. And a far cry from 2019. Indeed. Indeed. Group E, Nathan, Bahrain win the group. The, the unwanted chalice of winning group E. <laughs> Group it's like e. a hot potato. You have it. No, you have it. No, no, I really don't want it. You can have it. Bahrain takes it out uh, on six points. South Korea on five points in second. And Jordan qualify as the best of the third-placed uh, ranked teams. And Jordan uh, win on win qualification through to the round of 16 on that basis on four points with a goal difference of three. And Malaysia, unfortunately, go home on one point. And um, then Group F. Yeah, one point, but uh, plenty of memories. Plenty mm. of memories indeed. Group mm. F, Saudi Arabia win the group in pretty unconvincing fashion. Seven points uh, ahead of Thailand, finishing on five points. Both teams unbeaten. Uh, Oman, third, go home with two points. They needed to find a winner against Kyrgyzstan to go through. They would have, but alas, they finish in third place, two points going home. Kyrgyzstan, one point, one goal, and uh, an expected fourth place, unfortunately. It must be said. Indeed, indeed. And Nathan, now... That leaves us with the scenario of the round of 16, which we can discuss a, a preview of the Socceroos right now because they are the first round of 16 game up. So the at 10.30pm on Sunday night, Socceroos will be playing against Indonesia. And I think we've pretty much covered who we think will start or should start or will start, but do you see Graham Arnold making some changes like uh, in this? Or is he He'll just going to go starting 11? He should make, like, Graham Arnold will name his best team. Mm. I think to find some rest minutes for some players, I think is uh, hopeful. I'm not expecting it at all. Uh, my team would be Ryan, Miller, Sutar, Rolls, Boss. Yep. Bacchus, Irvine, McGree. Yep. Duke if he's fit. Yep. If not, Yengi. Yep. Oil right. And where's Craig Goodwin? I'm bringing him back in. Okay. All right. Look, I like that side, and I think that's what they should start with, mm. right? I don't see, I don't see Goodwin starting though. I actually, where see, is he? What's happened to Craig Goodwin? I, I Has he know. been ostracised? Yeah, it must be because I, I actually think that Boss will again start on the left. I don't like and it. Bay, I've seen and and Bayich left back. I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right, but yeah, but I, I, think I, I won't be happy when I see that on the team sheet. The midfield, I think you got right. <laughs> If Duke is fit, yes, then uh, Yangi, right? Because Fornaroli uh, is not a starter. I think we've learned no. that from match day three. Yeah, that's right. Fornaroli will never start unless there's a massive injury crisis. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, although I'm hoping like we see... see some Idale. Yeah, look, either Idale. Second half. Not, think not t- from the start then, yeah. Let's go Tilio. Look, I'd like to see Tilio, Silvera, um, Fornaroli. I would like to see Fornaroli in this game as well. Um, and maybe... Give Metcalf a run off the bench for McGree. Yep. Right. Provided McGree's got yep. 75 in him. Yeah, correct. So um, what do we – look, I I see a bit of the India game in this one as well. The challenges will be – that are presented to the Socceroos will be the same as what they were in that game against India. So they'll be hard to break down and they will be up for it because mm. they're on a hiding to nothing. They've got nothing to lose. It's a cup game. It's a cup tie, right? So – just that it happens to be played in Qatar rather than either in Indonesia or Australia, right? <laughs> um, 
I think the Socceroos will get it done, and I think the Socceroos will win 2-0. Yeah, I think a clean sheet is back on the menu for the Socceroos. They, well, I hope the uh, goal that Uzbekistan scored is a bit of a wake-up call for Atkinson, if it is to be Atkinson again. And Beige, both fullbacks, got a bit of a, a shock. So I'm hoping that will refocus the defensive unit. It should be a clean sheet for Australia. And we saw Japan just rack up the chances. Australia should look to do something similar. They won't be able to uh, hit the same height, but there should be enough in there for a, yeah. a relatively comfortable win. So then the next, we'll do them in, um, should we do them in kickoff sequence or should we do it in bracket sequence? No, we should do it in bracket sequence. Let's do it in bracket sequence then. Okay. So we'll go. We'll, we'll go Saudi Arabia, quadrant. South Korea. Yeah. We'll keep this yep. quadrant. South mm. Australia, South uh, Saudi Arabia versus South Korea, I should say. <laughs> South, 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 South. Saudi Arabia versus South Korea. Um, I think that this is the match of the round of 16 because the reason for that is because that both teams are struggling relatively. Well, I wouldn't say struggling, but they're below. They're performing below the expectations that we have set for them. Yep. The reason for that is because South Korea seem to be playing a bit lost under what Klinsman must be asking of them, and that they are that they're leaving spaces in behind, and they can be um, they can be found out. Saudi Arabia still haven't really hit their straps under Mancini. They've shown some vulnerability as well, but not as much as South Korea. I think Saudi Arabia knocks South Korea out at the round of sixteen here. Wow. I'm not given how the performances that they've had, right? I'm not convinced with South Korea. I'm not going to lie. South Korea should beat Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, they should beat South. Like South Korea should be favourites in this game, and if they play to their potential, they should be beating Saudi Arabia. But two factors: one is where this is being played, right? It's effectively a home game for Saudi Arabia. Second thing is that South Korea have been far from convincing, you know, finishing second in their group. And purely on that basis, that's why I think Saudi Arabia will do enough to get the job done and knock out, knock out South Korea. Look, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think Saudi Arabia have enough about them. They will need to keep it low scoring. I don't think they can go to a shooting gallery with South Korea and come away with the win they need. But it will be an unders if Saudi Arabia are to go through. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I under two and a half. Saudi Arabia... Yeah, I don't think Saudi Arabia okay. can win like 4-3, 3-2. Three, three, no, uh, like no, definitely not. Uh, it will need to be 1-0, 2-1. I was going to say, I wouldn't say under 2.5. I think it'll be, be 2-1, but yeah. Yeah, I can also definitely see extra time penalties here. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Same here. I can see a nil all, right? Mm. Extra time mm. penalties as well. Definitely. Yep. Yep. See, based on what I've seen, I want to pick Saudi Arabia. I know. But South Korea can just click into, click into gear. They can. can. Can they? I think they can. Based on what you've seen in this tournament, do you think, like, yeah, they have other gears, there's no doubt, but I don't yeah. know if they can actually find the way to get to those gears. I think it might come to a point where, whether it be Kang and Lee, whether it be Hyun Son, one of them will just say, effort, yeah. and just take it upon themselves. <laughs> give me the ball. Yeah, give me the ball. Don't care what the coach says. Yeah, give me the ball. <laughs> That's right. They have that in them, and they yeah, have they the do. individual quality to be able to just do that and win a game on their own. They have more game-changing players in their team. I agree. So I've just got a feeling about it, though. I've just got a feeling mm, that the Saudis will turn them over. Again, I, well, yeah, answer like, prediction. I'm going to say South Korea go through, but it will be a struggle. It'll be a game that gives Australia a lot of optimism. By the way, yeah. 
But way. I think South Korea will labour to a, a very mediocre result that will see them through to the quarterfinal. And we should also note for that quarterfinal, Australia played two whole days earlier. Yes, correct. Than this Saudi Saudi Arabia South Korea game. Yeah, that's yeah, a massive right. advantage. Now, and well, we'll mention that now. Uh, the kickoff time for that game is so for Saudi Arabia South Korea will be Wednesday the thirty first of January at three a.m. Sydney time. Mm. Whilst so um, two two and so- a bit days later. Yeah, well, more than that. Yeah, two and a bit days later. Yeah, mm. yeah, because the Socceroos are playing Sunday um, afternoon. Whilst uh, yeah, um, in Qatar it'll be Tuesday night or Tuesday evening that um, Saudi Arabia play South Korea. Yeah. so no, that's very true. That's a big advantage for the quarterfinal, but that's a yep. discussion for our next pod. After I the, think, yeah, the round of 16 wrap-up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, game of the round, Laz. It probably is Saudi Arabia, South Korea, but I'm also very much looking at Iraq, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Look, you're right. Um, let's do that quadrant of the draw now because that is the quadrant that'll meet um the bottom quadrant of australia indonesia saudi arabia south korea in the semi-finals mm. so uh round of 16 game tajikistan versus uae and this one is being played on monday morning 29th january at 3 a.m sydney time and nathan i don't know about you but tajikistan, tajikistan through no I was going to say Tajikistan will be an absolute pain in the neck for UAE, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not easy. They don't look easy. No. Their keeper, though, Tajikistan's keeper has been impressive, I have to say, mm. right? Um, I've been very impressed with him. Now, I've got a feeling that this is going to go into extra time and penalties. UAE should account for the Tajikistan. Oh, yeah, they should. Oh, they should be, you know, they should be <laughs> favourites, right? But um, Tajikistan defensively seem to be pretty well organised. And that's why I think they're mm-hmm. going to pose a few problems to the UAE. Yeah, this is a banana peel for the UAE. Absolutely mm. it is. And should they win? Yes. Will they win? Probably. Come the end of it. 60-40, I make it. Yeah. Like in, to, win in, in regular, yeah. In, uh, to win in normal time, mm. I'd say, you know, 60-40, which is fair enough. You know, they're fair chances, right? Yeah, I, I might go a little bit high for UAE sure. in my mind, but um, they should get through. I might pick a 1-0 mm. UAE. Again, it won't mm. be pretty. No, it won't be. It won't be high scoring, and mm. a one nil. Yeah, um, I think it'll be like a a one nil. But I would not be surprised if the Tajikistan take a extra time and penalties because they're very, very solid defensively. They, they scramble. Ve- they scramble very well, and they seem very well organised. For the UAE, it'll be the cliche of it doesn't matter how you win; it's just that you win. And yeah, correct. That that'll be what the thought will be come full time. The other side of that quadrant is Iraq Jordan. And that'll be played on Monday night, our time, Sydney time, at um, 10.30. Monday, Monday, the 29th (laughs) of January. Uh, And this will be a watch. Yeah. This This, will be a watch. This will be a good game. Mm. This will be a good game. Yeah. I'm tempted to make this the game of the round. It's not, but it runs very close. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And the uh, the battle of the uh, the two upsetters on match day two in the group stage going uh, head to head. This will be so fun. Can Jordan turn it back on? Can they just flick the switch and go again after uh, what they served up against Bahrain? Yeah, they can. They can. They can. I think Iraq are favourites. You yes, have to give them. Yes. Fav- you have to make them favourites, given that they've had three wins and they they mm-hmm. went in on nine points. Uh, I see, and Jordan are the you know best third placed team. I think Iraq win, and I think Iraq win three two. A lot of fun. A lot of mm. fun. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun affair. Like, I mean, the, mm. like instructions will go out the window and this will be a real <laughs> cup, cup tie type of feeling, yeah. this one. I reckon 2-2 two, two at full time and okay. Iraq edge it in extra time. There you go. There mm. you go. So based on that, we would have Iraq UAE quarterfinal and Australia Saudi Arabia quarterfinal. Oh, I'm putting South Korea, South Korea through. through. Okay, so Just. Australia, South Korea. Mm. Either way, geez. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those quarterfinals will be tasty. All right, bottom half of the draw, you've got um, Qatar versus Palestine. We'll do the real bottom of that bottom half. Qatar versus Palestine, uh, which would be Tuesday morning at 3 a.m. And I would have the hosts going through. The hosts have been impressive. Yeah. This will be the first proper test, though. Yeah, but I think the hosts can account if- for them. If they look as comprehensive and dominant against Palestine as they have done against China, Lebanon, Tajikistan, then wow, yep, they are they'll be right up for this tournament. And for mine, if they are able to dispatch Palestine, they go right into the contention as almost favourites to take the whole thing out. Sure, because the only thing holding back that title now for Qatar is the level of opposition. I now agree it's going yep. up. Now it's going up a gear. If they're able to maintain their performance level, then yes, they go into favourites for mine. I agree with you. I agree with you. Look, I, I think Palestine will be a banana skin game for them, but I think the Qataris will win like 2-0. Mm. You know, I, I think they're, they're just a bit more polished than what Palestine are, if I can put it that yeah. way. I think it would be very hard-pressed to find an alternative for the semi-final than Qatar mm. on this from this quadrant. Sorry. I think yep. Qatar will win this this corner of the draw, and uh, they're... We're both predicting them to go through, and yep. their round of six, uh, their, their quarterfinal what? opponents... Uzbekistan or Thailand? This will be fun. This is really close. Really this is close. a really tough one, you know. Mm, this is a coin flip. The Uzbeks are favourites. Yeah. I think Thailand uh, are going to be really stoic and really be a thorn in the Uzbek side. Okay. They flatter to deceive Uzbekistan, as I've said before. I'd like to see Thailand go through. I hope they can upset it, but I think the Uzbeks go through. 2-1. For me, Laz, I've got Uzbekistan just getting through. Just. It won't be easy. It will be this could easily, easily go extra time penalties. I reckon it might. Uh, I've got this game right on the edge, 50-50. I don't think there's any real advantage here. Thailand have been really impressive at the back. Mm. Uzbekistan have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not quite at the level I thought we were going to get, but still pretty good. I want to put Thailand through, but I think it will be Uzbekistan. I'd love to put Thailand through, but I think you're right. I think Uzbekistan will just shade it. Mm. Top half of that... Side of the draw, we've got Iran versus Syria. I'm expecting Iran to uh, look commanding again. Same. Syria are plucky. They are a very annoying team to play, and that's their credit. I think Iran have enough to get through them, I and I don't think extra time will be needed here. I think they'll win 2 0. I agree with you. I think Iran will win 2 0 as well. That game will be played on Thursday morning, Sydney time at 3 a.m., Thursday, 1st of February. And then they will go on to play the winner of Bahrain versus Japan, which will be played Wednesday night, 31st of January, Sydney time at 10.30 kickoff, which is a great time for us to watch. What say you, Nathan? I'm expecting Iran-Japan quarterfinal. If it's not that, it'll be a massive shock. I think Bahrain, fantastic effort to uh, win the group, even if it it was presented to them Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the silver platter. Correct. their reward is a Japan team who surely can rise and amend some of the uh, falterings we've seen at points in the group stage. They look good against Indonesia, just not clinical enough. Yep. 
they should be all right to take care of Bahrain. Japan should beat Bahrain. They should account for them, and, and I would say that Japan will probably win 3-1. Yeah, I do see them conceding a goal, but I think Japan will win 3-1. Yeah, fair. I can go along with that. Which would make for an Iran-Japan quarterfinal. This could be the final. This is good enough to be the final. I think I actually had this as my final. <laughs> wow. Wow. And a Qatar-Uzbekistan quarterfinal. So, that yeah. Half of the draw. Whatever that semifinal turns out to be is going to be incredible. Mm. Same and, as the top half, though. Same as the yeah, top half. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Iran, Japan is going to be amazing. We're going to cover that off on the next pod if it is yep. to be that. Correct. Very exciting prospect. Correct. Nathan, I think we've hit the back peg as far as the AFC Asian Cup is concerned. I think we leave things here at this round of 16 phase. We've made our predictions as to what the quarterfinals will be. Thank you again for everything that you do. And thank you to all the listeners as well. Hope you've enjoyed our content thus far. Um, yeah, we, we're enjoying putting it together or actually recording it. And Nathan puts it all together, to be fair. And that's why I thank you all the time, because without him, it'd be, it wouldn't be much of a podcast, to be fair. <laughs> so thank you again, mate. No, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to stop. No, I can't um, stop. I'm forever grateful. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is a way to express my gratitude for you. So thank you very much. Mm. Uh, uh, but, thank you uh, very much. It's a pleasure to put it through. Um, it's, it's been a hell of a week, though. I was going to say, sorry. it has. It's been a hell of a week, podcast-wise, especially the last uh, episode of Look. the mainline back peg <laughs> and the title that you gave it, which is really good. Yes. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, and uh, credit to you for that. Uh, very funny. Um, yes, for the diehard listeners of the back peg, it, it's a bit of a content overload at the moment. Uh, if you are getting through all of it, we uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we also greatly appreciate those who uh, pick and choose what they want to listen to. Um, it's fantastic if you listen to one minute or the whole way through. Indeed. We love each and every one of you. We hope you're enjoying this Asian Cup coverage for 2023. We hope you're enjoying the Asian Cup, and we'll speak to you in a couple of days. Take care, all.